1: It makes you feel any better, I didn't know either. I know. It's just like Leon a Cherry to keep things from us. Even after all these years. Whose side are they even on? Now Dallas, you can't do this. It isn't us against them. They aren't like us. I think- Let's drop it. Congrats on a successful mission. Thanks. You too. This is my life again, huh? Even after all these years pass. Things have changed, of course. We still haven't seemed to get into any rhythm. The air is still, and we all seem to be waiting for the world to fall apart again. Cherry's quiet now. There's no more of her loud laughing and quips. I've hardly seen her away from her computer, and when I have, she hasn't said much. Fiona is a lot more confident than she was before we got separated. The separation was on my terms. I was dangerous. I was sad. She didn't need to be taken down with me. She made quite a name for herself. Then, there's Leon. There's Leon and I. Both seem like two different entities in themselves. His airy demeanor is still prominent. He's less grounded than before. There's moments where it's like he isn't there at all. He just stares into the air, then his eyes go white and blue sparks at his fingertips. He was always a wisp of a man, but it feels more and more like the wind is going to pick him up and carry him away. His eyes aren't his anymore either, they belong to Cherry. His eyes were grey before and hers were deep brown. The colors didn't transfer. His eyes are just whites with a pupil and a sliver of a very pale silver around it. When he had clients, he would glamour them back to normal, but he never bothered around me. It was tiring, and I just want him as he is, no matter how unsettling this new Leon Frisk was.
0: Seems like what you all did worked. The feed is dead. We are completely cut off.
1: So with us being completely cut off, that means... What, exactly? Is us being cut off not the entire problem at hand? It means Leon's father won't be able to find more victims to drag to the town. He will have a harder time looking for us at first as well. At first? Jerry, how are you even going to have a job? There's so many unanswered questions. I'd consider them unasked questions, Dallas. You certainly like to jump into action despite having no knowledge on what you're getting yourself into. Besides, I have my ways.
0: Hey, uh, guys, it's a school night and I really need to get home. You know, my mom and dinner and stuff. Ah, yes. Thank you, Sock. I'm glad you spoke up. I don't want another nasty voicemail from that mother of yours. Let me get your pay. You are 150 for a job well done and an extra 50 for getting all A's on your report card. Oh my god, awesome. Now I can finally afford that unit I've wanted. Thank you so much. Oh, of course. I'm proud of you. Now get home before sundown.
1: It makes me happy to see him like that. It's like the mask gets cracked and the old Leon peeks out. He's always talked about kids and how much he loved them. He's gentle. He's the perfect type for raising kids. I also think the absence of parents spurred this in him. There aren't many good people in Dreadwood, but Leon Frisk is one of them no matter how many people think he's evil to his core. Which he absolutely can be, but the fact he can hold all of that back and transmute it with kindness It just says something. Sock was a blessing in disguise. When Moss came on the radio, I didn't think it'd come to that, you know? If I knew Leon was alive in here and he wanted me to stay then, yeah, I wouldn't be able to go back. I have loved Leon for so long and I think Moss knew that. I needed Moss to think I was dead and I hoped they would just get over me. I feel guilty. So very guilty. They deserve better, and I left. My love for Leon Frisk has a body count. We needed a bombs expert and then came in sock. We heard of this high school kid that was really into arson, lit lit a few abandoned houses on fire. Arsonist is just a gateway to bomb building, and we took them on. They needed a summer and a weekend job, and their mom thought they needed a good role model. Besides the fact that... She really needed help paying the bills and didn't want to put Sock through terrible jobs and long hours. She wanted her kid to be happy, and Leon was more than happy to help. There are many good moms in the world, but I'm glad Sock got to get a good one. Anyways, I'm going to go take a shower. I've had enough of the scheme business today, and I'd like to relax. Call me if you need me, but I'll go ahead and say I will be ignoring you. Tata. Dallas, are there any more questions you'd like answered or do you want to continue running into situations blind? I think that's where our conversation left off. I want to talk about blindness? Dallas, if you're going to fling an ableist insult at me, I must remind you that I very much still have my hearing now. I think it's time you get to bed. You seem guumpy, and I'm not in the mood to deal with it. <laughs> Leon's bedroom is the same as it's always been, overrun with plants and books all scattered and overgrowing. His... our bed is still on the floor.
0: Leon, I'm fine. I'm sorry, I just... I never know how you react to things these days, and I cannot handle another argument. I'm barely here as it is. I'm fading, Dallas. I don't want to waste time. Stop talking like that. You've noticed it. I've been
1: fading since Wes has been gone. I don't want to talk about this. I can't think about losing you again, and this time for good. Dallas... Just... let's talk about anything else. We had a successful mission today. We're gonna do a lot of good. What should we talk about then? Can you help me read one of those books? The new ones you got from the Flatlands? Of course, darling.
0: So you tell me where he is. I saved you from eternal hellfire, and this is the thanks I get. I'd rather be tortured in hell than give up my brother, my only family. Perhaps you could get my father to come get me, but oh, wait, that's right, you can because I, he doesn't know I've been freed, does he? You reject your bloodline so easily, you disrespect the call. His wrath will not extend to me as it did your mother and
1: her useless son. Ah. Damn it, Leon, you can't just be waking me up like that. If I'd had my pistol, I could have Leon? Oh god, what's happened?
0: Press Radio is a podcast written by Arthur D. Hart and produced by Deepwood Productions. In this episode, the role of Dallas Bristol was performed by Ian O'Neill. Fiona Marks was performed by Gray Casterline. Cherry was performed by Rain Palmer. Sock was performed by Elliot McKinley. Leon Frisk was performed by Jordan Walker. Wes Frisk was performed by Arthur D. Hart. Dreadwood Press Radio uploads every Friday... You can support us over on Patreon at Dreadwood Press Radio, follow us on Instagram at Dreadwood Press Radio, or follow us on Twitter at Radio Dreadwood. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or you just want to say hi, make sure to send us an email at deepwood, P-R-O-D, at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, hey, stay safe out there. Until next time.